Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea on Confidence Strides. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited because I have a wonderful guest who will help you navigate your uh, unresolved emotional pains and help you create a vision that will become your North Star. I would like to introduce you, Ms. Michelle Maddox. Let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. It is time, if it is time for you to break through to your fulfillment, joy, and expansion, expand vision of your life that you will long for. Say yes to celebrating you and do it now. And with our fabulous and beautiful host, Ms. Michelle Maddox, she will help us get through that. So I would like to welcome Ms. Michelle Maddox. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. I'm so excited that you came. And I love your energy that you put out. We met uh, last year in Dallas at the E-Women's Conference. And I'm so pleased to see you invited me on your journey of the cancer, beyond the cancer um, group that you created. Yes. So how, can you tell me, Michelle, how did that come about? How did that group come about? That's a yeah. Facebook group? Yeah, your well, Facebook group. Okay, well, let me just start by saying I'm a certified and trained transformational life coach. And that's where, that was inspired by my own story. Like many, many women, I went through some stuff. You know, I had a terrible divorce that went on for 18 months. You could write a book, you know, waiting to exhale would just be scratching the surface (laughs) on my story. And it wore me out. That and just years of not knowing how to get a grip on what had transpired in my life, how to shift my perspective so that I could learn from it and calm down and, and just be wiser as a result of the experience. Um, but I noticed so many women around me were going through this. Divorce is rampant in, in the country, as, in the world as we know. But so many were stuck, locked in this divorce story. And it was not just divorce, it was a few things that had happened in my life. But the bottom line is that over time, my body couldn't take the emotional pain anymore. It had an impact on my nervous system and and therefore on my immune system. So I found myself ill. I got a cancer diagnosis and I thought that was absolutely impossible. It could not have happened. No one in my family had ever had cancer. And I thought this, you know, no friend warned me. She said, if you don't get a hold of yourself and calm down and learn to manage and balance the way you are processing all the things that are happening to you, you're going to get cancer. And I said, that's impossible. It's impossible. And just blew it off. Having dinner with my mother and my brother, the doctor called in the middle of eight o'clock at night. We were having dinner at this little Japanese restaurant and the phone rang and I was so happy to hear from him, never occurring to me that this was bad news. So I stepped out to the sidewalk and he just, it was very hard for him to tell me, but he told me. So that, that became a challenge that was over for three days. I lived in terror, but Mm -hmm. I ended up being forced by a dear friend to go speak to a woman who was like a coach, like a mentor. And she rewired me. She reprogrammed me. She changed my thinking. And I'm telling you, it was amazing how in a very short time, all the fear left me. I became probably this annoyingly perky, (laughs) happy person (laughs) sitting in the waiting room to have my chemo or later on to have my radiation. And I'd be sitting there bald, you know, and 
is weak and thin and just as happy. And I just poked the person next to me and say, hey, so what, what are you here for? What kind of cancer do you have? And my purpose was to lift their spirits and to show them that they didn't have to be all glum and sitting there like a, a row of victims in a ward waiting for death. They could right. be, you know, this was a time in their life where they could use this. I call it earth school, you know, right. where God hits you with a challenge, a test. And you have to figure out how to navigate it. And you have been given everything you need in your heart and soul, your ability to be creative, to solve problems. You're an extension and expression of God. So everything you need flows from God to you. And if you stop and think about that and really understand how powerful you are, cancer is just a test. It's just an earth school test that will pass. But it depends on how you treat it. And that's the case with all that we're around the world. We're all dealing with a major test right now, you know, from coast right. to coast, from all over the planet. As a collective, we are all going, oh, my gosh, how are we going to deal with this? It's about right. perspective. And I think that if you understand the possibilities that can flow from you, if you shift your thinking, if you recognize your connection to God and the gift, the grace that comes with that. And if you tap into the unique gifts you were given, we're all different. You know, some of us are writers, some are speakers, some are just compassionate and we, we spread love so easily. We touch people, we smile people. When I was very sick and I started feeling good, this was so bizarre. No one could figure out how this bald sick woman going through cancer. And I had, 36 rounds of radiation. I mean, it was serious. But no one could figure out why I was grinning so much and happy, and and it was infectious. I went to the market near my house, and uh, there was a butcher, uh, and I had gotten to be friendly with him, just a guy behind the counter, Jose. And one day I said, he said, how are you, senora? Como esta? And I said, oh, I'm doing great. But Jose, I've been diagnosed with cancer. He dropped what he was doing, washed his hands off, ran around the counter and grabbed me and embraced me and started praying. And Mm. then he grabbed onto my shopping cart and started praying. And then people surrounded us. They didn't know why, but we we had arms from everywhere. People passing us heard us praying and they wrapped their arms around us. And I felt so loved and lifted up and supported and not alone. And I just began to, sh- to spread that with other people, to share that with other people. And I would walk through the market or wherever I was, and people would be drawn to me. I'd establish eye contact, human to human. I see you. You're a stranger, but I see you. And I'm smiling. And they would stop and look at me like, do I know you? Do I know you? You know, and they say, well, who are you? And do, did we meet? And I say, no. How are you doing? And then we'd end up hugging and we'd talk because we have this gift of supporting each other this love in our hearts it's readily available all we have to do is stop being victims and i'm writing a book about that actually right now it's called um self-pity derails success Hmm. principles and strategies to create the life you want so you can be a victim with cancer with divorce with job loss with bankruptcy with the death of a loved one with all kinds of things, you can be, you know, and have every right to feel miserable because stuff has happened to you, 
Or you can stop and say, okay, Earth School, this is a lesson. <laughs> I'm going to turn this around and I'm going to figure out what I have to work with in my, in my heart and soul and spirit, in the training I've had, in the education I've had, in the support I have in the community. I'm going to pull it together and I'm going to move forward toward a vision. You and I talked a little bit about vision building. Right. That is a strategy. That's a technique that I absolutely love. And I talk about it a lot in my Facebook group and everyone watching, I invite you to join uh, our Facebook group every, every uh, evening at nine, I do a live stream video Monday through Friday. So if you go to Michelle Maddox, you'll find me on Facebook very easily, but with a vision, which is a, a composite of who you want to be in your life. We do an exercise where you can say in three years, this is how I want my life to look. This is, I can see an image of myself, maybe standing on a corner in the Champs-Élysées in Paris or downtown St. Martin or Brooklyn or Harlem or wherever it is, Rodeo Drive or the beach or on the mountaintop. Here's where I'll be, my favorite place. Here's what I'll be wearing. Here are the fragrances. Here are the sounds and sights and textures and colors to give it life and to make it real, like give it technicolor. So you do that and you're describing the, the outer image of what this looks like. But the most important thing is to sense what your emotions will be. Do you feel pride? Do you feel safety? Do you feel successful? Do you feel, feel courageous? Do you feel loved? What is it that comes with this moment in time that makes you feel extraordinary. That's what lets you know that you're on the right track to activating in the universe, in your relationship with God, letting, signaling to God, I'm ready. I'm ready for the thing you created me to do. Right. And God's right. saying, finally, Michelle's ready or, or uh, Jose's ready or George or Tanya, whoever it is. God's saying, now she gets it. Now she understands what I created her to, to do, the way I, cre- I created her to, to share her gifts in the world and to be right. fulfilled and to find purpose and happiness. So well, vision building is, yeah. So that's something I love to work on with people. Well, I have a question. It's like, for those who are like new to hearing this concept, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, you're saying I have control over the, my thoughts or how things can proceed. Like, how do you prepare yourself if you're not, dealt with that how what what kind of tool would you put put in place to get to that level of you know vision envisioning your life is there like a certain maybe step that somebody could take towards getting that that going well i'm i'm very good at walking people through the process and boys are tough let me tell you (laughs) because they're not used to going into those emotional vulnerable places they're used to being you know strong and they have to present being in control at all times but when i can get men or women to stop and just go step by step you know and it's a series of questions we have a conversation and we have to do it more than one time and i suggest people write out a vision i give them some guidelines and then keep visiting that vision which will change over time they'll decide in a month or two "Hmm, i really want more than this and i believe in big visions i don't believe in in uh, describing something that is like a, a baby step outside of your comfort zone. That's not living and feeling alive and feeling inspired. 
I, I encourage people to just aim for the stars. You know, you, right. you say, I, I want people to understand my, that I feel that this is an important principle to know in life. Well, why not write a book? Why not do a series of books? You know, one um, individual that I worked with had uh, an art collection. And his challenge when he came to me was that he had just been diagnosed with cancer. And I wanted to shift his fear, shift him out of fear into a vision for how this art collection, this incredible art collection created over 25 years, how this could be um, meaningful to the rest of the world. Well, we worked together for about 18 months on the vision. And so now the art collection has been donated to a museum in the Northeast and now an, in, an art institute is being built around the study of the, the genre of art. S- children and adults are being taught about this kind of art. It's abstract expressionism, which I happen to love. But the things that flew, flowed through that. So during that time, he still had cancer. Then he got a clean bill of health. But you know what? He never talked about the cancer. And he said one day, by the way, I rang the bell and I said, what do you mean? He said, I rang the bell. And when I had my last treatment, I'm cancer free. And I said, you didn't tell me. He said, no, we're working on the art. (laughs) (laughs) See see how it works. Right. He had a much bigger vision for his life than to be ill and to be a victim. Right. So, I mean, I've never, I know people who've had cancer, so I've never had it personally myself, but how do you shift that? I mean, I think a lot of the stigmatism about cancer is changing with, you know, with more knowledge and stuff, but like, how do people deal with um, take, taking that mindset? It's not a death sentence that this could be something new. Like you, like you said, it's an earth school. How do you change that into creating that to something more uh, positive for them? How do you, how, is there any way you can share that? I hear you. And I wandered off to your question when I was responding because <laughs> I got excited about my friend. Um, but there's daily practice that you can engage in. You can meditate. Meditation is a beautiful tool. And I started meditating when I was 22 years old. I had a crisis in my life and I was losing it and I needed to get my center. So I started meditating. And that, that quells the static and the fear and the anxiety. It chills you out. Then you can also um, use affirmations. The video I did a couple of nights ago was all about affirmations and you repeat those and you let those speak to your subconscious because your subconscious mind it can be reprogrammed your ego your conscious mind your ego is designed to protect you and your ego is going to say oh you need to be scared you know the doctor gave you this news you need to be scared and and whatever it is that you that you're facing in your life your ego wants you to minimize risk, doesn't want you to experience failure or shame or embarrassment. The ego is telling you with one voice what the subconscious can undo if it's reprogrammed and trained to give you another voice, a small voice that is a voice of courage and confidence. And so you work on that. You can repeat your affirmations. Like if it's a matter of dealing with um, financial stress, you can say, you know, the abundance that I, abundance flows to me effortlessly and easily from sources known and unknown, mm-hmm. from 
you know, I've forgotten the whole statement that I use, but that's one of my, my um, affirmations. And I have 10 of them all about abundance that I recite every day. And I just have a belief that I'm going to be just fine. Not only am I going to be fine, I'm going to lead an abundant life. And lo and behold, I can tell you stories about the things that have happened to me, the adventures, the incredible ed- uh, experiences that I've had. And the resources that have come to me, sometimes they're people, sometimes they are opportunities, doors that open, because I expect them, I anticipate them. So we are energy beings in physical form. We are energy. And when we understand that we can use that energy and direct it or block it, you know, we, we all understand what karma is. Right. So if you recognize that what you're thinking and saying and the actions you're taking are undermining your journey toward that vision that you want, that North Star that you want, then you can stop and say, wait a minute, I need to correct my thinking. I just said mm-hmm. something that indicated low self-worth. That's not healthy. Right. I need to do affirmations every day that I am smart. I am powerful. I'm beautiful. I am capable of attracting and creating everything that I need in this world. You can create that and just keep reprogram, reprogram, and just understand that it takes work. You don't just wake up one day and say, I don't fear cancer. You don't wake up one day and say, well, that divorce knocked me out, but I'm, I'm good now. It doesn't work like that. You have to train your mind. Oh, that's, that's a very key point. Like I said, I don't think a lot of people really, realize that you you have control over what you do and I I like how you say sometimes the way I look at sometimes you can look at the goals like is this traction or distraction exactly to my goal or away from my goal exactly how much I mean how much does the you talked about a little bit about hope and how how do how can we build hope during these like said a lot of the times we would you use in your earth school for cancer you we can use it towards dealing with the coronavirus absolutely absolutely how would you uh, help somebody dealing with their corona anxieties right now? Okay. Well, for one thing, turn off the news. <laughs> you know, there's a we could talk about why the news is giving us what it's giving all day long. I mean, you need to take care of you. Summon your intelligence, your faith, and take and t- assume a lens, a perception a lens of positivity, because you can still find so much to be grateful for in your life. One of the things I'm experiencing, friends I haven't talked to in decades are turning up out of the blue, calling to check on me and telling me they love me and we're sharing stories about our childhood, our parents who have passed on because of my our age group. But that makes me just feel so lifted up. So when I say lifted up, I'm talking about my energetic vibration rises. Love and gratitude, those are the highest vibrations in the universe. So Mm -hmm. if you can keep yourself as much as possible in that level of vibration, you are creating a protective field around yourself. Some people may think that sounds absolutely woo-woo and crazy. So what? It's true. (laughs) It's absolutely true. Well, it's been wonderful. And I can't believe we're down to like the last two minutes. And I know you talked about your live stream um, and I was researching when I was looking on you, you have a, a retreat. Is there anything you, else you'd like to mention within the, uh, the two minutes, like where people can find you and some of the services that you offer? 
Yes. Well, no retreat happening at this point. The world has changed. But um, yes, I do. Uh, I teach five different courses and I can do them uh, one-on-one privately or in, in small groups. And uh, the, the foundational course is called Taking Your Dreams Higher. And I actually uh, did an introductory workshop recently in the Bahamas with a group of women who were cancer survivors. That was an incredible experience. Really strong women who have been through hell on earth with uh, the hurricane destroying uh, one of the islands near uh, Nassau. And so everyone's feeling very vulnerable there. But we were laughing and praying and singing together. The feeling that you get through these programs is very uplifting and positive and very supportive of where you want to go in life. So that's one of the um, things that, that I can offer. But anyone who's listening to this interview can contact me and I'll be glad to talk with you, have a conversation. That's just my gift to you for 30 minutes. We can talk and we can figure out where you are in your life and what you think might be blocking you, what you perceive to be blocking you from getting where you do want to be in life. Sometimes it's just a matter of your, of your perception. It's not a real deterrent. It's not a real obstacle. So I, I will offer that. So shall I just give my contact information? No. Uh, with all the information, we will have up, make sure I will put it up in our links when I close okay. out all the information to to get in touch with Miss Michelle. And what I want to do is say thank you for Michelle for coming on and lending her knowledge and her expertise and her wisdom and her hope. And it is inspiring. And I want to say uh, thank you for your time. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. And I also want to remind everyone, like, again, I will post the links in the comments and feel free to give us feedback on today's show. Um, I'm excited to hear about the stories and any uh, special guests that you might like to have. And make sure you like, share, and subscribe our videos. And all our premieres will be up online on, on Confidence Drives and also on Anchor. So thank you, Michelle. Thank for you. For your time. And I want to thank you for watching. And I will look forward to hearing your comments real soon. Thank you. Thank you.